This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Ration Podcast. I'm your host, William Malou. I'm returning to the show after uh, taking a week off. Um, you know, first off, a uh, huge thanks to uh, Sam, Vivek, uh, and Joshua for, you know, uh, filling in while I was gone. Um, you know, I had a great time on vacation. Uh, it was obviously a, a huge bummer to miss that Celtics game because, man, <laughs> 20 points, 20, 20 points um, in a I mean, yeah, I still haven't had a chance to uh, fully rewatch those games. I got four games to watch uh, tomorrow, but uh, yeah, it, it looked like a really good time outside of that uh, the Wizards game, which you know, whatever things happen, it's obviously an outlier. But you know, they they responded strongly, and uh, you know, the Raptors um, they're they're really rolling right now. They're playing some great basketball, and uh, on uh, what what is tonight Thursday night. Thursday night, the Raptors played host to the New York Knicks, and, you know, the result was pretty much never in doubt. I mean, look, the Knicks were really short on bodies. Like, Chris Asperzinger's is an ACL uh, tear, which is super sad. Um, I can't believe that's that's happened to Chris Tapps. He's one of my favorite players to watch. Um, you know, Enos Cantor has, like, an oral surgery. Um, Doug McDermott, who's a Raptor killer, I mean, he's... Um, he just got traded at the trade deadline, so the the Knicks didn't really have much guy, many people available. But also, like these are the Knicks, so like you know they're not good to begin with. But um, yeah, the uh, the Raptors still had to take care of business, and at least they did that. You know, um, the starters I thought came out strong defensively, moving the ball well, offensively as well. Um, not necessarily a great night from Lowry and DeRozan because both of them are really missing shots the combined to shoot 2 of 21 including a 3 of 13 from deep which really tells you how much they wanted to drive them into the paint and, and play hard in this game but you know they were picked up by uh, Ibaka Valanciunas who were legitimately really really good in the first uh, you know first half Valanciunas really good throughout Ibaka really good in the first half but uh, you know JV um He's playing incredible of late. Uh, you know, I know and he didn't really do much against the Celtics, but he's just had a overall strong string of games from pretty much mid-December onwards. Um, JV's been really impressive, and you know a lot more of that tonight. Coming on strong, opening game with a three-pointer, getting fouled, getting to the post, finishing pick and roll, uh, catching lobs around the basket, keeping the ball high, finishing. Um, just JV's got a lot of strong play. And then Ibaka doing the same thing, really. Like, you know, like Ibaka playmaking, which is really nice to see out of him. Three-point shooting as well. Um, defense, you know, getting back in transition and, and blocking, you know, Michael Beasley. And you know, Raptor starters came out strong enough. Um, then Defensively, at least, you know, they, they held the Knicks in check. 
Um, but, you know, as usual, the Raptors bench came in and, and just completely flipped the game uh, into a different gear. And, you know, look, the Knicks, like I said, they're shorthanded, so, and they're not good to begin with. So they weren't really able to counter with many players um, of any quality. And most of them are unfamiliar. Like, you know, you got Luke Cornett coming up from the G League. And Cornett's nice. I, I like Cornett. Isaiah Hicks, you know, he's he's also coming up. Trey Burke also coming up. Damian Dotson also coming up. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of... Not only is it, like, a lack of talent, it's also a lack of familiarity with them. And uh, you, you you have those guys lining up opposite to what the Raptors are offering. And it's, it's like night and day, man. Like, the Raptors five-man unit of Siakam, Miles, Pertle, Van Vliet, and DeLon Wright have been in such incredible sync uh, with one another, and all five of those players tonight scored in double digits, which is just kind of crazy to think. You have five players off the bench in your all-bench unit that all scored in double digits. They combined for 59 points, which is, like, what, the third time in the last, like, four games that they've done that, um, where they've combined for 50-plus, and, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, on the bench kind of stretched the lead to double digits. The Knicks kind of responded okay. You know, Michael Beasley was having some buckets, you know, that's what Michael Beasley does. He gets buckets. Um, and, you know, the Raptors, like I said, Larry and DeRozan weren't playing great. But um, enter halftime with the, with the double-digit lead. Starters came out. It was fine. It's all right. Um, more strong player for Valanciunas. Seriously, Valanciunas and Ibaka tonight were just doing a lot of good things. Um, there, was a, there was a play where, like, just how the Raptors' bigs overall tonight. Like, the Raptors, A, did a really good job of sharing the ball, especially going through their bigs. Um, 31 assists as a team is great to see, but also, you know, you see guys like Valanciunas and Ibaka having two assists apiece, Siakam having six assists, you know, Pirtle getting an assist, like, it's just rare to have your front court players combined for, um, four, uh, was that, 11 assists there, and it's just, that's just rare from the Raptors especially, but Raptors were doing a really good job of, um, responding to the Knicks pressure, like, they put a lot of pressure on the ball, so, Raptors able to get the ball into the middle of the floor, and a lot of the players there were able to make plays. Um, you know, you got Valanciunas uh, getting a four-on-three scenario after DeRozan gets trapped shortly before halftime, catching the ball, looking at the basket, and then dumping it off to uh, Ibaka, finding an open man there uh, for a jumper. Or Ibaka doing the same thing, driving, um, keeping his dribble alive, and, and finding Kyle Lowry for three. I mean, like, it's just a lot of good things are happening. Um and, uh, you know, the bench, I mean, man, Siakam and Pirtle, I mean, one more needs to be said. Those two have incredible chemistry in the way they work two-man games. Um, you know, there was one play in the first half that really stood out to me where um, the Raptors had tried to run pick-and-roll uh, through Pirtle through in the middle of the floor, and they kind of got stuck in the reset and it wasn't a good shot, and they missed. And next time down the floor, the Knicks obviously did the same thing defensively. But Siakam sort of spotted where they failed the last play and intuitively cut to the basket. And Proto was, you know, you know, being the smart player that he is, you know, kept his head up and, and saw Siakam cutting to the rim and found Siakam with a high-low feed and Siakam's going to get a layup. Like, just small things, adjustments. Like, they play really well together. And, of course, you know, usually the passes go from Siakam to Proto, and, and that's what happened in the fourth quarter where Luke Corner had just gotten Proto with a block. And so a couple plays later... Um, Siakam's at the top of the floor. Uh, Pirtle works around a screen. He, he flashes to the rim. Pirtle, Siakam finds him with a bullet pass. And, uh, yeah, Siakam's able to dunk on Cornet. So, all in all, just a good, 
a good effort overall by the team. And, and you know, by the time it was the fourth quarter, it was already a 10-point lead. The Raptors just got to get, get, you know, get get the Knicks off their back entirely. And uh, that's what the bench did. And they just came out and crushed them. C.J. Miles hitting some threes. Pirtle finishing everything around the rim. Van Lee getting layups. No foul calls. He's, yeah, you know, Fred was kind of a little bit pissed about it, which is rare. I mean, you don't really see him lose his cool. But sometimes when you don't get foul calls against, like, Trey, like, Trey Burke, you might you might feel come some kind of way. And DeLon Wright, he had a little five point spread of his own where he hit a three and uh he um you know drove to the basket and finished over uh what's his name? Uh Burke. I mean it's a good time for the Raptors. It really is. I mean well what more can I say? The whole bench unit was 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 excellent to watch. It's it's uh they're playing with this this crispness about them, a confidence, a selflessness. It's perfect basketball the way the, the bench is playing, and it's not going to work against everybody. Um, you know, they still don't really have a dynamic score, but, uh, and they didn't get one of the trade deadline. The Raptors pretty much just traded Bruno. Um, but I don't know, man. How could you break this, these guys up? Like, like any of these pieces, I don't want to lose any of them, man. They're, they're all playing really well together. And uh, tonight was just yet another example of that. So, in terms of your three stars, uh, first one goes to the JV. JV, 18 and 10 in 24 minutes, 7 to 12 shooting, two threes. Um, the threes are really becoming a thing for him. Um, and, you know, some people are starting to close out. Like, Kyle Quinn closed out on Jonas at one point, and JV pump faked him, went around O'Quinn, um, spun away from Jared Jack while pushing him, and then also, like, carefully stepped around Tim Hardaway Jr. for a little push shot, and it was a gorgeous move. I've just never seen that much footwork out of Jonathan Tunis, but I think that the jumper um, is helping him sort of be in face-up scenarios so that he can, like, pl- make plays um, a little bit better. I think that's why you're seeing a little bit more dribbling from him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what the Raptors are hoping for. Like, you know, if he can actually have a face-up game and do what he's doing there, like, that does help, you know, um, open up other opportunities for him inside the paint. Um, especially with respect to his playmaking. And, and uh, I don't know. I mean, that's going to be an important aspect of the Raptors because, you know, Lowry and DeRozan get trapped a lot in the playoffs. It's up to the bigs to make plays. And, uh, you know, JV hasn't necessarily done that in the past. But, um, you know, this is these are all encouraging signs is what I'm saying. Uh, so JV gets the first star. Siakam is the second star for me. Um, Siakam, 14 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, plus 20, 6 and 9 shooting from the field, hit a 3, hit a free throw. Um, I liked the, the, sh- the 3 and the free throws. Like, he missed one three as well, but, like, all the jump shots he took today were, like, very in- fluid and in form. Uh, I like that Siakam was, you know, in transition as always, but just his ability to dribble at defenders and, and sort of get to his spot, especially on the left side of the floor where he can go to his hook shot. He's got good touch on that, and it's nice to see him make plays like that. But it's just also the speed in which he plays the game, the way he's able to, um, you know, flip those screens quickly on dribble handoffs to create uh, openings for his guards, um, and, and the way he's able to move and fill in spaces and, and make quick passes and decisive passes, like very small things. Like, there's one play where the Raptors um, got a stop, and, and Siakam got the rebound, and, and he immediately threw the ball up to DeLon Wright for the hit-ahead, and or to Fred for the hit-ahead, and Fred was able to pitch it immediately. No, no, it was, he pitched it to DeLon, and DeLon was able to pitch it immediately to Fred uh, for a layup. And honestly, that play is only there for like maybe a second and a half, and Siakam was able to see that play really quickly and able to flip that rebound over to DeLon, who's able to flip it over. 
And those are just the small things that make Siakam a very effective player. Like he's, you know, it's very good to it's it's very helpful to have a dynamic player like that, especially who someone who can also guard multiple positions. Like Siakam, defensively has been, you know, he does wasn't really needed that much against you know someone like Isaiah Hicks today, but you know. Just Siakam's defensive ability has also been really, really nice to see. Especially his versatility. He's I'm really comfortable with him guarding whatever position other than, you know, strong, powerful centers. But good game from um, Siakam. And then third star. Uh, it's, it's tough. You can easily give it to Ibaka. You can give it to Pirtle. Um, you know, Ibaka gets some more often. So I'll give it to Pirtle. Pirtle, 13 points in the line, 67 shooting, 5 rebounds, an assist, a block. Plus twenty-two, um, just really solid from Jakob Pertl. You know, good good post-game interview with Pascal Siakam as well. Those two of them are are cute. They're they're cute together, man. Honestly, never break, never split these two up. Seriously, it's uh, these these Raptors friendships. I mean, someone's got to do a power rankings of it eventually. And then and there's Kyle Namar, who you know for the most part took a night off. It's not a big deal. I don't, I'm not concerned. Um, but uh, yeah, it's nice to see that when they have fifteen points, they still have other people. You know, pick up the slack, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an easy one. And then in terms of the Gerald Henderson Award, to be honest, I mean, the Knicks' best player tonight was Michael Beasley. It wasn't even close. But uh, yeah, Cornet was was impressive. Um, you know, he had 11 points, 10 rebounds, four blocks, with three threes. Uh, it's a quick release. He doesn't really play physical, but he's um, long enough. Uh, he's like taller than JV, um, so that he's able to make plays, but. Yeah, I don't know. He looked good in the he looked good in the G League. So um, I guess he gets his shot here. Um, he's not. He's definitely not bad. He's he's a lot like he's. A, he, I mean, yeah, of course. But he's a lot like uh, Cody Zeller. I say that much. Yeah, a little bit less physical version of Cody Zeller because Zeller can also play physical too, especially defensively. I don't know if Corner can do that, but offensively, I mean, he's he's interesting. He's a guy. You know, he can shoot from outside. It's not so bad. He can board it a little bit, so um, good for him. Good for him. But the, honestly, the the Westchester Knicks looked like they had a couple of good players, man. A couple of players worth looking at. Like, and, and I guess a lot of them are now on the roster. Like, you know, like uh, they had uh, Nigel Hayes for a second, and he got signed away. But you know, even guys like Hicks and, and Dotson, like they're 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 not bad. They're not bad. So, um, Luke Cornett. Yeah, it was actually really funny. Also in the broadcast, I thought Leo had a really good game. Broadcast wise, but uh, yeah, there's one point where they sh- they showed Luke Cornett's parents for some reason, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean after <laughs> they show those parents like celebrating after you got a block on on Jakob Pertl. and then <laughs> um, they showed the parents again after uh, he got dunked on by Jakob Pertl a couple plays later, and it was really fun to see the change of reactions. But uh, yeah, overall very fun guy, and uh, don't take these things for granted, man. Never take these for granted because. These are still the Raptors, and, uh, you know, this is not something that, this is something I could get used to for sure, but it's definitely not something I am used to because, you know, it's kind of unbelievable that we can just have two full units like this and they can come out strong and, you know, they play together and they can just have a game where it's completely comfortable. You just know the result going into the game. You know they'll take care of business. You know they'll win at home. You know everyone will get pizza. Like, what a time. What a time. Anyway. Thank you to everyone for listening again. Thanks to uh, Vivek, uh, Sam, and, and, and Joshua for helping on the podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, the reaction pod and 10 things are back. So, that's good. Right? Is that good? I don't know. I don't know.
I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. Hi, Jan. I heard Toyota-thon is on. It sure is. Perfect. I'm getting a head start on my list for Santa. Well, we've got great year-end deals on Camry, Highlander, RAV4, and more. But what kind of toys do you have? It's actually Toyota-thon, not Toyota-thon. We have great deals on vehicles, not toys. I'm sorry, sweetie. Okay. What can I get for five bucks? Current offers end November 30th. Toyota-thon ends January 4th. Participating dealers only. Toyota. Let's go places.